in three and two and one. Hi, everybody. Thanks for taking the time to sit down with me today. I'm Tim Anderson, the appraiser's advocate, and we call this one Three Points of Inconsistency. Actually, as we go through these, what we're we're really talking about is how to stay out of trouble with your state appraisal board. It's easier than a lot of appraisers think, but it's harder than a lot of appraisers practice. Now, let me start with an obvious one. Mentally consider the 1004 form. You're appraising a single-family house. Now, in your mind, go to page 2, the very top of page 2. As you'll remember, there are two lines at the top of page 2 on the 1004 form. One says, in the last 12 months, there were X number of comparable listings. The other one says, in the last 12 months, there were X number of comparable sales. Now, the first thing, the the first potential inconsistency is that those two blanks don't refer to every sale that took place in the subject's neighborhood. Rather, they refer to the sales that took place in the subject's neighborhood that are comparable to and competitive with the subject. What happens is a lot of appraisers in that second space, the one that says there were X many sales in the last 12 months, will put every sale that took place in the neighborhood. Now, that could be five. It could be 123. The point is, if you put a large number there, that sounds like there have been a lot of sales because that's exactly what that number says. Now, here are the potential inconsistencies. On page one, under one unit housing trends, those data are supposed to be of sales only that are comparable to and competitive with the subject. In other words, what you put on page one is what you put at the top of page two. Now, If at the top of page 2 you've put that there were 127 sales in the neighborhood in the last 12 months, but yet on page 1 you put that the market is in balance and that supply is more or less dynamically equal to demand and marketing times are between 3 and 6 months, that's an inconsistency. The data on page 1 don't jibe with the data at the top of page two. And that's really what you're looking for. Then another inconsistency also stems from what's at the top of page two. If you indicate that there were 123 sales in the neighborhood in the last 12 months, then please, somewhere else in the report, don't indicate that there were a lack of comparable sales, thus it was hard to get adjustments. If there were a lack of comparable sales, don't put that there were 127 of them at the top of page 2. That is internally inconsistent. And a careful, eagle-eyed reviewer, an eagle-eyed state investigator, will catch an inconsistency like that. Another one is the appraiser will put there was no functional or external obsolescence obvious in the market. Okay, here are the potential inconsistencies. Number one, functional and external obsolescences are usually not observable. 
they have to be coaxed out of the market. Second of all, in the cost approach, if you use the age life method to calculate depreciation, then by definition, you are using a depreciation protocol that takes into account any functional or external obsolescence that is already built into the sales comparison approach. Therefore, to say there was no functional obsolescence in the market, there was no economic obsolescence in the market, is internally inconsistent because that's exactly what you're saying when you use age-life depreciation. So rather than say the appraiser did not observe any functional or economic obsolescence in the market, say something like there was no more functional or economic obsolescence in the market than what the comparable sales already recognize. That's how you have to handle and avoid that potential inconsistency. Another one is the appraisal report will say the appraiser gave equal weight to all of the comparable sales. Giving equal weight to all of the comparable sales is the same thing as saying, hello, I got all the sales, I added them up and divided by three. To say you gave all of the sales equal weight is to say you averaged the sales. Okay, if indeed they merit equal weight, that's fine. But what happens, the inconsistency is, when you take the three comparable sales, or the five, or the seven, or the whatever, you add them up and divide by that number, you don't get the average. A sharp-eyed reviewer, a sharp-eyed state investigator, will do a weighting chart, look at your adjusted comparable sales, and then weight them until he or she comes up with a value closely approximating yours. And if indeed you did not average but weighted the sales, yet you said you averaged them, that's an internal inconsistency. A reviewer is not going to get all that excited about it. A state investigator is going to get all excited about it because it implies you misled the client and the intended user with that simple statement that you gave all the sales equal weight. The same is true for the opposite. If you say you weighted the sales, yet the final value opinion is nothing more than the three or the five or the seven sales added and then divided by that number, that's an average. In other words, if you're going to average, average. If you're not going to average, don't average. If you say you're going to average, and indeed you do, what you're saying is each of the comparable sales deserve the same weight in the final value opinion. If that's true, use it. If that's not true, don't use it. Now, these are just three potential inconsistencies that can attack any appraiser at any time. It's low-hanging fruit. A reviewer probably won't get all that excited about it. A state investigator will. Thank you for sitting down with me today. I appreciate it. I'm Tim Anderson, the Appraiser's Advocate. It's an honor to work with you. It's an honor to be able to speak with you in these podcasts. If I can ever be of help to you, please feel free to contact me. 
My email address is tim at theappraisersadvocate.com. I look forward to working with you. Please let me extend my best to you and to your families. And we're clear. Oh, and by the way, are your professional fees professional enough?